Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Queen Z. I am Sanjeev. I have Dhruv and Amartya with me, and we are back to discuss two films by the two amigos of Mexico. Yes, two of yeah. the three amigos. Yeah, two of no. the three amigos of Mexico who are namely Guillermo del Toro and Inari Two. Uh, Alejandro uh, Gonzalez. Alejandro Gonzalez Inari Two. Give give the correct name. नहीं तो बाटो बाटो नहीं चली. याद है? I had so much to say about imperfect fathers and imperfect sons, and about loss and love. I've learned that there are old spirits who rarely involve themselves in the human world, but on occasion they do. I want to tell you a story. It's a story you may think you know, but you don't. A story. Of the wooden boy. Which is also his long due project. I think most of GDT's projects have always been like, you know, long overdue projects that he's been developing for like yeah, yeah, long 10-15 right? years. All of them. Yeah. I think even Nightmare Alley and Shape of Water, all of them yeah. were kind yeah. of like long overdue. Labor of Love. Or labels of love, love, whatever. And yeah. that guy actually knows, man. Actually, that love shows in every of his films. Even yeah, though yeah, if you yeah. don't love that film, you yeah. always see the merit yeah. in those films. I think that's. Yeah. I think. Yeah, even Aryan would agree. Yeah. And he's not here, and he's not seen. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Pinocchio yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh he's yeah, not he's the, not a Del Toro fan, right? He's not, not the Del Toro fan out of all of uh, uh, yeah. us. So. But what do you guys think? What are your initial thoughts on 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 Pinocchio, Dhruv? uh so i i i've liked most of gamer del toro's work i feel i think he's one of yeah. the few directors i have a soft corner for in general like i don't try and sort of watch interviews and all that of filmmakers or films yeah for for people who i like because then the uh, appreciation kind of skews into liking their personality and then liking their talk the, the way they talk True. about films and all that but he it yeah. is infectious how he talks about film and all also he's one awesome. of the really uh, i feel genuine cinema lovers genuine sort of you Champion know he comes he right. really comes across yeah. as one of the lovers of film in in general yeah. and i yeah. feel yeah. Uh, whatever work i've seen from him i and i've com- consistently sort of now gotten uh, aware of more cinema which operates in a sort of similar zone to his uh, mm-hmm. i think i recently saw victor erich's uh, spirit of the beehive which is mm-hmm. a touchstone for him 
and then of course there are older hollywood classic movies and i feel his style i've come to i see what people don't like about it now like i can understand why people are not taken by his film making and film style that much but what is what is the uh, not liking part i because i'm like, i'm unaware about it yes yeah, so i think the not liking part is just how upfront he is with all his so he's very macabre like his style is very macabre right he's mm-hmm. very uh, uh, and i think you, if you see films like the victorian film or like other other films which sort of preceded it the fairy tale aspect of them the darkness in them is very yeah. subdued it it has a very like you know it communicates yeah. it all without saying it necessarily okay okay uh, and i think uh, del toro is not a subtle director which i don't think is a bad thing at all uh, mm-hmm. i think it it's a it's a good like i think his style mostly bene- is fine with the whole heavy handed slightly more you know like i don't mind that mm-hmm. and i feel pinocchio in many ways uh, firstly i think animation in general maybe allows a little bit more leeway with the whole mm-hmm. slightly heavy handed nature of it sometimes you know like thoda lecture like you can mm-hmm. bear with Preachy. some of the preachiness of it the message oriented stuff yes the message oriented things and i yeah, feel yeah yeah i feel in pinocchio you see what you kind of so i so his style is so evident that you i automatically resonate with that and i feel what he is always doing by highlighting the people who are sidelined uh, highlighting the people who are um mm-hmm. marginalized oh. and sort of you know who are the other and who are the other yeah. like that's his whole thing i feel like to to show how the other is actually the the person who's the most sane where when everything else is sort of getting out of control and i feel uh, he returns back to that theme in uh, pinocchio and yeah. uh, and he he calls it sort of a unofficial trilogy right with the uh, pan's labyrinth and pan's uh, labyrinth and devil's backbone and i devil's feel backbone that, so. yes yes yeah and i feel yeah so a lot of the touches work i'm uh, and I, you'll get into i think how the whimsical aspects of it and everything yeah, and yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll discuss yeah. those later but i i really thought by the end the film had this lovely emotional weight to it and i i i did tear up which i feel is, is my my sign of like i i really liked it so yeah Yeah, initial thoughts and yeah mm. amarcha so out of the three amigos i think del toro is the one who is the most you know genre lover of the three of them yeah 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 absolutely yeah to a certain degree he he's so he's so much in love with the genre as well as his love for the monsters yeah mm-hmm. right all yeah. of his movies like you said dhruv all of his movies are you know focusing on the other the yeah. minor mm. their yeah. stories and how they are the one the marginalized how they are the one who are seen in a mm. world that is populated by people who are hellbent or putting them down yeah but his specificity lies in genre storytelling so in that yeah. regard i think I think Del Toro is both accepted more in the genre circles in a way, and yeah. to a certain degree, even among people people who love populist entertainment, they are much yeah. more receptive to Del Toro than to a lot of the other yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. other two amigos sort of. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. even Cuaron, I think even Cuaron is much more accepted now, at least because after Children of Men, and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, to a certain degree, I think. Del Toro's 
all of del toro's influences are mainly from correct me if i'm wrong they are from the universal monsters they i think yes. are from the पिनोकिओ टू Falls in line in that same category. Sure, it's a it's a fairy tale. We yeah. understand, but it's also a fairy tale about a, it's a fairy tale about a wooden boy who, who, if he starts lying, he's going to you know his nose is going to become larger. Mm-hmm. The famous dialogue that you know I don't have any strings on me. Yes. That mm-hmm. that famous dialogue to all the other noobs who have only seen the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is Ultron. the dialogue Ultron. That is the dialogue Ultron. That is from Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah. Just say. But so, uh, can I ask you something, Bharti? Because I think I, I always am the less. I feel I, my childhood is my without any sort of grounding in fairy tales or. I don't yeah. know the entire story and how it goes. So for Understood. me, Del Toro's version of Pinocchio also is like a very one of the first versions I have seen because I haven't no. seen the I haven't seen the live action movie, you know, which I think Robert to Benny hmm. made in 2019. Hmm. That uh, there's been lots Zemeckis. of variations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We've had three, three yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Pinocchio adaptations this year itself. Yeah, wow. Zemeckis also made a Pinocchio movie, which apparently is trash. No, not so, so good. Yeah. yeah. so you can understand that it must be a story which is very much adaptable very much famous right otherwise why yeah, would yeah. you adapt, yeah. would you adapt yeah. a movie like this? yeah so but i think del toro's version is very much i think following the ethos of the fairy tale what a fairy tale should be but no. it is also very much following the ethos of what he does right yeah there, there are heavy handed symbolism because of course he's not subtle and in this point i don't think subtlety subtlety factors in one lot it doesn't yeah his commentary on fascism his commentary on organized yeah. religion yeah all of that is very evident here and this and this the fairy tale aspect of you know a beetle is talking you know yeah you know the juggler and the circus ringmaster has hairs like hairs like devil's horns yes. so yeah none of it is subtle but animation is giving him leeways to make it yeah to show a world which is very very unique yeah i mm-hmm. i think that i think that in in an effort to craft a world like that i think the movie goes on a tad bit too long which is i yeah. think another criticism which del toro's movies have been getting very recently yeah. because nightmare alley i love that i love nightmare alley but i also thought it was quite long and yeah. mm-hmm. i think pinocchio too went quite long but yeah this is one of the few times i think that strain of nihilism is missing from del toro i generally hmm. think this is much more exactly yeah 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 hmm. yeah so that's my initial thought i think this is yeah. much more heartfelt much more of a feel good movie from del toro yeah 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 so, yeah yeah so yeah i mean so for me also i think uh, 
I expected to go and expecting a very nihilistic take or a very cynical take on on Pinocchio. And for me, Pinocchio, I had read in when I was a kid, but yeah. I I only knew the I only remember the basics. I do I was not like a story which like yeah I carried on till like my adulthood or whatever or my teens or anything. Yeah. Uh, but if I had like a fair bit of idea about Geppetto and the bug and that much, okay. but not I I don't remember anything else beyond that. Yeah. Uh, the film, the good thing about the film is also again the animation, which is very very unique. Something yeah. that I enjoy quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, it's it's also the the best part about this this film also turns out to be the the whimsical nature for me. Yeah. Because I thought going in it's going to be you know dark as how yeah. the dark fantasy words have been quite associated with uh, yeah. Del Toro's films like all like even Crimson yeah, Peak. But in my opinion, in the last maybe ten years, I think this is his best film. Yeah. I think I enjoyed the last film that I enjoyed this much was probably Pacific Rim. Hmm. Um, I like Shape of Water also. I I really enjoyed uh, uh, Nightmare, Nightmare Alley yeah. also. But I think this is his best in like many years. Okay. Also, I think Amartya has mentioned more or less everything about him being yeah. the genre filmmaker, and that way I I get it how he's mostly out there and is it's it's accessible also. Yeah. But the thing is, he's solely committed to it. I think the commitment yeah. people mostly not pay attention towards because it's so effortless. Yeah. That I think it just flows. Yeah. Like compared to the genre and and the style and everything else. Yeah. I get it's a bit long but I feel if he had shortened anything else he would maybe lose out on certain emotional cues or the or or your you know um investment in the characters or something like that maybe mm-hmm. I think that's just yeah. my speculation I think mm-hmm. but yeah. I get your point I think that was the case in that's been the case even in like uh, shape of water I think yeah. and like I mean, the parts in shape of second half of shape of whatever also underdirected because it was just too long, tad bit yeah. over long and like just became a bit. It is. I mean, I know. I remember shape of water, especially watching it the second time. I'm. I yeah, still. Yeah. I still love the film. Uh, and I feel yeah. that is my probably favorite of the last whatever. Uh, one of yeah. the one of the weirdest Oscars in its history. Yeah, which is the other sort of yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but. No, I remember it does sort of lean into it. Almost becomes a little episodic, like it does sort of just chug along and go through a couple of events rather than feel True, like it's it's, it's more like a screenplay thing, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't. None of his earlier screenplays chart this way that it has this much in this. I feel. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I feel. Uh, I watched uh, Devil's Backbone last year, or like I don't know, okay. recently only. And it's very rough. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like you know he's actually gotten uh, a hold of everything. Like it of feels, craft, something. but it's it kind of has a charm to it. Like the roughness because it's so like mm-hmm. about the civil war, and it feels like you know uh, it is so violent and it is so dark, and it it has that really that dark heart yeah. to it. Really comes across yeah. even even when the craft is slightly uh, not polished. And I think Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. I would love to revisit now because that is yeah, me too. That is me his too. sort of uh, opus, right? That's still considered his uh, magnum opus. I feel, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah, no. I mean, you guys mentioned. Uh, I mean, spo- spoilers. Like for for Pinocchio, I don't know if there's any spoilers mm-hmm. as such. 
but uh, I think we would be remiss I think we would be making a huge disservice if we don't talk about the animation. It yeah, is... I was about to get to that. Yeah. Yes. Also, yeah. it's it's co-directed by co-directed. Yeah. It's yeah. Mark Gustafson. Am I? Yeah. Gustafson. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 He's yep. a he's a co-director, and apparently he's been in the animation industry for over like yeah twenty thirty years or something. Yeah. And they spent like and I haven't seen like the whole making of it because I haven't had the time. Yeah. But I saw that that you know Academy uh, channel YouTube channel puts yes, yes, these yes. videos where these people are campaigning for their films yes. in a way, right? Yeah. Like the initial campaign, and I think they were talking about they would just manage to get out six to ten seconds of footage after shooting for a week. Yeah. Imagine, and they made it to our I don't know ten minute film out of it. Yeah, yeah I think I think the stop motion I think stop motion animation out of all of the different sorts of animation we have seen in mm-hmm. recent years, I think that is one of the hardest and one of the more time consuming animation. Absolutely, animation quite possibly. In that regard, from a technical standpoint, this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. This movie absolutely. is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, like every shot takes place and. in its all all its glory it's not cheated it's not no. like you're yeah. not you're not getting bluffed in any way of any shot it's like yeah. as clean can, as it gets yeah you can see it it's tangible it feels tangible it yeah. exactly it's something True. constructed you you you're yeah. not getting anything like i mean i understand i understand the disparity here that everything everything is constructed anyway computer yes. yeah all that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but there is a separate sort of tangibility maybe because of the you know slowness of the movement because stop yeah. motion the name it yes. carries the meaning yeah. yeah maybe because of that maybe because there isn't a rubbery thingy which we are expected from a cgi or something like that yeah. all of it feels very you know you can it's you can all see the effort right yeah all of it is yeah. tactile all of it yeah you yeah. can see the effort and that's not a criticism actually you know i think that's one of the things which which is often the case and i feel our expectations now are that everything needs to be sort of has that smoothening effect and this yeah. mm-hmm. and it i i think it plays lovely one of the loveliest things is how well it plays in with the theme which is about imperfections and which is about sort of you know how yeah, how the character itself the film celebrates imperfections in many ways it celebrates people who again this is consistent with his filmography but but if the, yeah. the fact is that the animation itself has that roughness to it if it, yes, if it has yeah. that has that imperfect yeah. sort of you know texture to it then yeah. then it feels very much sorry sanjeev you were saying something right no i was just saying that i think it makes complete sense about yeah. like how why this animation style is like relevant Yeah. and also important with the context of the film yeah. and guillermo del toro as a filmmaker like yeah. his obsessions if you see have been mostly with a lot of like you know the other other yes. people right yes. and yeah. he kind of related most of them none of these people none of these people are pretty people. none of these yes. people are pretty people Absolutely. except Absolutely. except the people who are in the army except the people yes. who are except the people who are soldiers <laughs> they they are more you know exactly. typical yeah. except mussolini mussolini is Rightly so, he's completely and utterly made into a Humpty Dumpty-like character, which is yeah. perfect. I have to admit, I laughed out loud at the yes, poop, uh, at the yeah. poop joke in poop this joke. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, also, if you, it makes sense, like, like how, like looking at the animation style, it's very, it's puppeteering in a way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's only Which is also fascism. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it, it just fits everything in place. It's yeah. not like a decision. We're like, okay, let's make it. As yeah, a, it's not a random decision. Yeah, it's, yeah, of course, it's, it's, it's not like let's. Yeah. Of. Yeah, also, why would you of. make it randomly if it takes double the time and probably? Therefore, no, like, I mean it's true, but it's also like a thing. Like you know, some people are just. Uh, attracted to the style of things no no right? I, absolutely i i, I get it it's just, that's, no, i yeah. can understand i can understand yeah. you know trying to make it a puppeteering sort of thing because pinocchio puppeteering and everything yes. yeah yeah but yeah. like typical del toro he is not going to just you know just make a choice and just okay okay let's do that no he is going to take it to the nth section of the line absolutely. so it's like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like if you're going to make it puppeteering let's make everything tactile let's make everything yeah. rough yeah 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 so, so even it's, it's not like a half big thing it's all yeah. like so even as yeah, yeah. Pinocchio has been you constructed said, even yeah. Pinocchio being constructed Pinocchio's head is not a round head it's not yeah. it's not uh, all of the head is like you know teeth trunk and everything you can understand that it's from a bark oh it's i, I absolutely love the yeah the, i wanted to specially mention the design for pinocchio and i think it's yeah it's and horrifying Pinocchio, and yeah, yeah. and and endearing and that's the perfect balance you have to strike there and it's horrifying because it does you know the uh, firstly the the opening of the film is about you know this uh, this so it's narrated by the cricket right uh, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, narrated by the cricket from a time gone by he, he's narrating yeah. from the from somewhere after death right after, life, after, after his life. death Hmm. Yeah, after so life, yeah. after death, I'm saying after. after Which also life, we have to we have to discuss about the yes, afterlife yes, part also. Yes, but anyway, before that. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, connect it. So that's a connection, our bridge to Bardo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was actually talking uh, about the afterlife parts where you know when afterlife part and Pinocchio yeah. dies. But no, okay. no worries. You go ahead. Go. No, no, again, I was that, saying that again that after those afterlife bits were so macabre. It's like weird. Exactly. And, and, like with Tilda Swinton as the B. Tilda right? Swinton, exactly. <laughs> I saw the movie. I was like, that definitely was Tilda Swinton because I couldn't recognize the voice. In, the two in, of like, the two book. of them are voicing only. Right? Life and Tilda death are both and, her. Yeah. Tilda Swinton yeah. and Kate Blanchett, both of them are voicing. So who is Kate, voicing who? No, no, Kate Blanchett is the monkey. She does the monkey, uh, grunting exactly. noise. Yes, <laughs> and apparently Kate Blanchett was like, if you get me, you give me anything, I'll just do it. Are you saying something about that? No, no. I'm saying that those parts are the macabre, most weirdest stuff I've seen in a while. Like, you yeah. know, rabbits are the fault. Yeah. Rabbits were carrying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I was yeah. going to say that. Yep. And then he goes, and then he goes to a sphinx. And, you know, that portion, I realized the sphinx part and the, you know, time coming, sands of time, sands yes. of time falling straight. Yeah. You know, yeah. As a form of immortality. And through that, that del toro is exploring what immortality means yeah and, of, yeah. and it's not nihilism it's more like there is a melancholy there the fact that yeah. you know he i think that melancholy is just like part of life that's yeah, how yeah. i think yeah. he's perceiving it I he's think. perceiving it in it's, it's not nihilistic at all i feel no, no, i no, think no, it's just no, no. bits and parts and like nihilistic because inherently they are nihilistic yeah like the whole fascism part yeah, yeah. Like and his the the father son thing that is happening happening parallelly. That's right? the beginning of the film, right? The whole the whole idea. And of course of the fascism and of yeah. course the fascistic thing is so you know it's not subtle at all. The bomb mm. falls yeah. over a church in which a Jesus Christ in which a Jesus Christ figure is being created. The Jesus Christ yeah. figure is half done before the missile falls down. 
literally there mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the remnants of it and i i feel yeah. one of the that, that's what i was alluding to in the beginning of the film one of the the things when pinocchio does come to life mm-hmm. one of the things that's uh, impressive about it it is he does resemble someone who's and this is the horrifying part he, he, he his design resembles someone who's been blown apart by yes. by uh, by mm-hmm. an explosion like he doesn't have a head been... Who's he, been blown apart, or who's been, or who's been scarred due to radio radiation? Exactly. Yeah. So he yeah. he's mm. and and he has sort of no heart, right? I think no heart doesn't no. like the, he has a hole in the heart. He has a hole in the heart in cavity. Yeah. Where the cricket yes. finally goes in this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So mm. it's 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 like a genuinely amazing sort of design. I think. Yeah. And once you start once you start identifying that, you realize that these are all choices. These are yeah. not yeah. accidental. Because yeah. he's been put in wartime situation, we have seen movies which doesn't work at all. Case in point, yeah. past. So you, so you do realize like this is the better option. You're I thought he was going to put Jojo Rabbit, but okay. Exactly, yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> Jojo Rabbit is nice, no? Except nice. Drew, probably. No, I also don't like that movie. It's like okay, okay. there is an emotional <laughs> whiplash there in that movie. Jojo Rabbit's innocence doesn't. No, no, there is. I I don't mind that film. I just I I'm not the biggest fan. But but yeah, yes. Yeah. Point, point being, the comparison what Amartya was making is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My point being, mm-hmm. somehow, and my point being, Del Toro manages to keep that whimsy, you know, even yes. in whimsy. spite of all of the. It was just very funny at points. I was surprised yeah. how funny it was at some point because I was like. Yeah. Because I was genuinely laughing in like cinema. I was like, "Oh my god, that's like hilarious!" Like genuinely. Yeah. yeah. And, and the I fact also... that every, and the fact that every time you know the kid gets up, of course the soldier, Nazi soldiers are like, "Oh my god, let's make him into a soldier. Let's make him into mm-hmm. a super soldier." And I'm like, yeah. "Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's just hilarious. That is the first yeah. thing that comes into your brain. Let's make him a super soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Because why not? We need an undead army." undying <laughs> undying army yeah. and and undying that's the army. whole thing no that he 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 kind of becomes a representation of uh, a lot of the children who probably did lose their lives because it, it is the fact that he respawns again and yeah. again mm. in different shape like he is the same but he's been made into that representational figure of yeah. uh, the child soldier almost and the i feel his relationship with the kid character actually is one of the more touching bits in the film i think that's a the the way his character develops a relationship with i mm. forgot the character's name he's voiced by fion uh, wolf finn uh, finn, finn wolfard candlewick candlewick yes yeah uh, so his relationship with that character pinocchio's i feel is 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 kind of very um, tender in the sense mm. that they do form a bond 
and uh, their bond is a very kid like bond right yeah, yeah. it's like they're yeah. trying to one up each other while also trying while also being friends yes you know? yeah yeah also displot score was yeah. genuinely beautiful very displot yeah. though i was i was yeah. i was listening back to it and i was like the whole it, it reminded me a lot of sort of vez Anderson, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I discussed it with you also about yeah, this, right? Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My thing about so, it is that I love the fact that you and McGregor's the cricket is a yeah. perspective. I I love yeah. that. Sometimes yeah. I feel like his character is at least in the first half, it hmm. felt like his character is definitely giving a different perspective. But as yeah. soon as Pinocchio's perspective comes into the forefront, maybe logically so, or maybe whatever, he becomes yeah, he a background be- character. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, he- which, which <clears throat> I felt was a bit off because I was enjoying his presence more. I think that's more yeah. because McGregor's performance is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, he's I, got a very de- like he's. I think again, I think it's got a bunch of very charming. distinctive uh, voice actors. Voices, of, yeah. Even Christoph Waltz as the. Yeah. Uh, as the main sort of villain actually yeah, yeah. the one who's uh, the father is played Count by Volpe. Ron Perlman not, not no no the, the, David the other David kid's Bradley. father oh okay okay yeah. David Bradley plays Ron David, David Bradley plays Geppetto, Geppetto. and, yeah. and uh, yeah. Ron Perlman plays the soldier who is yeah. the kid's dad yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great voice cast great, great voice cast yeah. Yeah. I mean Taylor the only yes. who else is there who else is there I mean, Gregory Mar- Mann is the is Pinocchio and Carlo, the the kid actor that is, and then John Turturro is there as Dottore, uh, and Tim Blake Nelson is Black Rabbit. Oh yeah, Tim Blake there. Nelson or the rabbit is the yes. <laughs> is playing the rabbit mm. for the Paul yeah. Yeah. I think my is- only qualm with this actually is is you know the one once Geppetto and Pinocchio get separated. Uh, there's an element where I think the film struggles to juggle the two narratives together. Yeah. That's true, uh, but it's yeah, I think it's a technical. It's not even uh, yeah, it's technical. It's also it's... like the fairy tale screenplay aspect. If you think yeah. about it, it's like he's following through, and yeah. that's why it's episodic because every yeah. every quote he goes, Geppetto is following him. I can understand. Yeah. My problem, my problem stems with the fact that uh, we are talking spoilers here, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Geppetto's character in the ship and everything, they mm. get swallowed by a whale. Yeah, all yes. the people who haven't seen the movie, bear with me on this. <laughs> they get swallowed by a whale and then they're stuck there. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and then he's not there for a majority of the chunk. Yes. And then the final act is them trying to get out, Pinocchio trying yeah. to blast. With his him. magic, uh, with, yeah. by using something that yeah. is supposed to be a, a bad thing, like his nose. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm like, all of this is fun. All of this is great. All of these yeah. are funny bits which you can watch in in a vacuum as say yeah. a 10 minute shot or a 15 minute shot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a movie all those scenes struggle to you know flow yes. at least yeah. i felt in that no movie. no same i i, I, I felt similar so too but yeah. it's not but i think it's, not a, it's not a bad problem. thing per se that yeah, yeah. i hate the movie or something like that because yeah. of that no i just felt that it contributed to the length it made it yes. feel a tad bit more broken mm-hmm. than it mm-hmm. yeah true, as true. soon as that uh, the action scene as per thing ends though and the film kind of circles back on its themes and uh, like sort of mm-hmm. to ruminate on life and death and all i thought that yeah. is where it really sort of you know uh, yeah. got Be back into that. its groove and i i feel the ending really did hit me because i was like mm. uh, 
it really i think what you said about the lack of darkness i feel that darkness kind of just it's not a dark ending at all to be very honest it's no, very no. positive no, 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 it on how it's looking at like death for sure life. But it's a I very positive it, outlook on life in general. But like, but I think there's a point where the film could have ended without the epilogue, and I really appreciated the epilogue of of the of narrating Geppetto's story. You know, the fact that he passes on, and then the other people pass mm. on, and then mm-hmm. and I feel in many ways that's what he is getting at. Like I don't know, he's he's gotten sort of fascism into play, and I feel one of the things that I kept on thinking about after watching the film is you know. Uh, in in if you by in fascism what what is what he's showing a lot of times is uh carlo dies before gepetto his son mm-hmm. right which is the which is i feel a lot of times that's the not natural way of life almost you know yes. that that, mm. that the son dies before the father mm. or the or the parent and mm. i feel in many ways the ending kind of is like a flip of that uh no, like it flips the dynamic it's, it's a circulation yeah. of that entirely yes. right because mm-hmm. since it is a fairy tale it is also trying to right the wrong of the yeah. son dying yeah yeah pinocchio finally takes the place of the boy yeah place of the yeah. boy without without act without actually replacing carlo which is the, the yeah, he's becoming his yes. yeah. an individual he yes. regains mm. his individualism without yeah. trying to copy what carlo copy carlo because yeah. he thought mm-hmm. that geppetto wanted a new carlo and to a certain degree geppetto he did, he did. carlo he did yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so it, so the arc is for both of them for yes. pinocchio yeah. to discover himself and for geppetto to discover him, his own love for pinocchio as a as a son yeah yes. as an yeah. individual mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a well done movie. I I am yeah. not even discount discounting any of it. It's like yeah. it's one yeah, of the yeah, most gorgeously yeah. animated. Easily, movies. you know, yeah. best films of the year for sure. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Same so, for me also. I feel yeah. It's definitely yeah, one the of the sub- most gorgeously animated movies. Yeah. This year. From the sublime. Silverio. 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 Ya levántate, Silverio. Silverio Gama. Periodista, documentalista, slash, artista. ¡Te sientes más gringo o más mexicano? ¿Dónde estás? Lo sé. I'm just scared how you're going to jump on to part one. I mean, it's natural, no? It's also about life and death, so... Yeah, no, 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 no. it's not about life and death. Because there is directly going to be a cannon blast right on the ship. <laughs> No, it's, 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 it's life of perfect to Sanjeet and death of perfect to Amartya. And then I'm somewhere in the middle. Perfectly. It's not life and death. It's not. Believe me, it's, it's not. <laughs> Who wants okay. to do the orders for Bardo? What's the first full title? False Chronicles of something, something, something. False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Handful yes. of Truths. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Amartya, do the honors. What do you think about Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu's new film Bardo? Also his, on Netflix. We sure it's his new film and not just the diary which he could have written the entire movie on and not just you know, <laughs> subjected us to the nonsense. But I like diary films. I feel it's personal. About yeah, yeah. But it's my pushback. Pushback number one. <laughs> of course, it's personal. Of course, it's personal again. Again, lots of people make personal movies. Paolo Sorrentino makes personal movies. He made Hand of God, much better movie than this shit. 
Belfast was also a personal movie. That's even bigger shit. I can can you imagine? It's a bigger shit than Bardo. My point be. Yeah. I didn't. I my you know aspersion towards Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu didn't rise from the movies which I had seen before. I think yeah. Birdman is a masterpiece. I genuinely hmm. do. I yeah. think it's one. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. I think yeah. the I have seen the Revenant in theaters. I, yes. It's yeah. a gorgeously made movie. It's a tad mm. bit too long, but it's yeah. a gorgeously yeah. made movie. Yeah. My aspersion towards Inarritu started in a short film. There okay. is there are a couple of BMW ad films called The Hire. Ah if yes, anybody, you've told me this. Yes. If anybody remembers this. Okay. In The Hire, in the in the series of ad movies which are made by different directors. I'm telling you the directors: John Frankenheimer, Guy Ritchie, mm-hmm. Ang Lee. Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. Uh, I think even who else was there? I don't exactly remember. There are a lot of famous directors. Yeah. Tony Scott. Park Chan Wook, right? I think. Park, Tony Scott. My God. Okay. No, no, not Park Chan. Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai. Yeah, Wong Kar Wai. So my point being, my aspersion started because yep. at the end of the day, what are these movies? These are ad movies. Yes. You are basically selling the car. You are basically hmm. selling an action set piece. Yes. Alejandro Gonzalez in Arito, in all his glory, he crafts an ad film and he sets it in a terrorist area in Mexico in a guerrilla setting. Mm. And he's making a movie in which Clive Owen's character is driving a reporter through a war zone. Yeah. And, and that's it. Oh, wow. And, and, that's okay. and he's crafting a story. He's taking it with the utmost seriousness. And I'm watching that movie. Yeah, and he's shooting it in Guerrilla style. He's shooting it yeah. in handheld cams, and I'm like, yeah. "My God, you are you are so intent on taking the fun out of this shit." Yeah, you're so intent on taking the fun. But out I, but you only hmm. got the art film. I feel I've I've never I've I've seen a bunch of his work, and I feel the self seriousness has been there throughout. Like I feel revenue. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah. That's my problem, right? Yeah. I can understand self seriousness. Cool. Yeah. Even Quaron has self seriousness. Roma yeah. is an extremely self serious movie. Yeah. Roma doesn't take itself so seriously that it completely takes itself out of the movie and just focuses on himself. You yeah. understand? I, I mean, think that's, it's yeah. more about the objectivity uh, about the films. Yeah. Quaron's yeah. Roma is still objective about few things, while Inarritu's yeah. cinema, in general, has been just completely indulgent. Like. Hmm. Like indulgent max, like it's speaking. It's, it's yeah, it's about himself. Yeah. Look yeah. at me, look at me, 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 me. But Amoros yeah. Peros and all that weren't like that. No, I'm just. I I would still say they were kind of indulgent, man. Like they more than not no, just indulgent. Kind of, yes, but they weren't about me, 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 me. They are. They're not about <sighs> me at all. In, so I haven't Amor, seen Amoros Peros. I can understand. My my issue is I like Babel. People have seen Babel here. I have no, seen. I haven't seen Babel. Yeah, the hyperlink yeah. movie which he created. I, I mean, like he Babel. does hyperlink movies only. Like he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My point being, the Babel part in Babel, the stupidest bit is the Japanese. Japanese, section. yes. That is the yeah. stupidest bit ever. Yeah, and, yeah, I know about this. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. is the silent. Part, yeah, yeah. Right? because she's deaf or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's not even just that part. It's not it's even just that. that. It's, it's how he kind of, it's how it's the hyperlinking of the Japanese yes. section with the rest of it. It's so yeah. flimsy. Yeah. 
you you might wonder why are you putting Be- because you want to make a bigger point about how everyone is you, connected that, yeah yeah you want to make it a bigger yeah. point but you're not clever profound. enough your, yeah you want to make it profound profound <laughs> i mean that was my that's my that's been my problem with the revenant so i'll be yeah. very honest mm-hmm. i i okay. i've enjoyed his work i agree I, I, Revenant, I enjoy Revenant, but I understand your criticism there. I also. mean, that is that, that is my sort of... Uh, I have a aversion to people who are knock-off Terrence Malick's because I like Terrence Malick's and I feel it's a, it's a justified but, 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 thing to but bring wait, him Revenant, Okay, okay, I, I, I understand, but like, I think Revenant was more Tarkovsky than Malick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because... Sure. Okay. I think Revenant was more Malick, but anyway. So it doesn't matter. It's it's yin and yang. It, it both of them are poetic. Sure. Imagery I, yes. But I agree. I agree. Yeah. The whole uh, revenant thing because I I mean I watched it in cinema, hmm. and uh, Hemant who's not here because uh, yeah. like I watched it with him, hmm. and he slept off in the middle <laughs> where there is this section where yeah. uh, you know he's just walking around like he's just yes. walking, mm-hmm. and there are these very beautiful wides of him walking through you know. Yeah. Uh, frozen lakes or whatever, yeah. and I was like, "Why is it there?" And it turned next to him, and he's sleeping. I'm like, "Wake up!" <laughs> like, like you, you understand? Yeah, like, but, technically... but I get to your point. I totally get your point. I'm not going to disagree on that at all. Like, like technically uh... speaking, like technically speaking, I'll tell you. I distinctly texted in the group. Yes, yes. The did. movie started within two yeah. minutes. I'm like, I'm already pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> He's jumping. Okay. Oh, yes. The opening, right? The shadow. Just, yeah, the uh, opening. The shadow is like jumping. Yeah, I like it too. Wait, yes. Uh, yeah, let, yeah, me yeah. <laughs> let me finish. The shadow part. He's jumping. He's jumping. Yeah. Now, traditional moviegoers who have seen yeah. 2021, 2022 movies, what do you expect? Unless you're watching, unless you have seen Love Diaz and everything and you are completely attuned to slow cinema. My yes. point being, you expect two jumps three jumps, then you expect an edit, a shortcut, and then the scene goes. Or, yes. even if you don't have a shortcut, you expect a transition. Yeah. He doesn't Guy, cut. He doesn't cut. Guy is jumping. He's jumping. He's jumping. And I can understand, you know, you're looking for profundity again. My point being, okay, you're jumping. Okay, you're <laughs> jumping. Is there a point to this? Please get to the point, I beg you. I'm a bit I get. I, see, the weird thing is, I totally agree with uh, Amartya and I agree with Sanjeet in that I feel the imagery is gorgeous in that scene. Yeah. And I feel. It my, is gorgeous. So, so, it is so, gorgeous. Darius yes. Sanjeet, yes. the cinematographer, is God tier in this movie. Yes. Yeah. I'm not God discounting God. that at all. Yeah. No, so, are... so I think you can do gorgeous imagery and retain a mystery to it. And I feel this has no mm-hmm. mystery. This has no mystery. Like I, so the weird I, thing is, I okay, I would so just I, say there is a bit yeah. of an element. I'm not saying okay. I completely disagree with you guys or something, yeah. but there is a bit of a mystery element. Okay, what is okay. happening? Unless you, I think if you come in bang in zero about the film, not yeah. knowing anything about the film, I yeah. think then the enchanting factor of that imagery is a bit more. Okay. If you've seen the trailer, which I had seen a couple of times because I I okay. loved the trailer too much. Yeah. Because I mean the shots look. Yeah. Glorious. I'm sorry for yeah. the F word, but no. they look glorious. You don't need to be he's sorry. Thought, for he's sorry so. for the no, F word. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry for the F word. Yeah. But the thing is, I had seen it way too many times. So I think it just takes I... away a bit of it. 
I didn't see it, Sanjeev. That may just to clarify. No, no, no. So, like, my, I haven't seen point, the trailer or anything. That look, much. my no, point. My, yeah, yeah. You continue, then I'm. Yeah. No, no. My point being, if someone has no idea what the film is about, absolutely yes. no idea. Yeah. I think the enchanting factor. I'm using enchanting because the the imagery is kind of directing you to be enchanted by the yeah yeah yeah. It is. Slightly surrealistic yeah. way of things is more. then if you have an idea about what the film is either through trailers or by any other sources i would yes. say that, that is my take so this is my my big problem is if you have seen 8 and a half and if you have seen other films of the ilk then i feel it loses almost all enchantingness and the big I problem well. and the big problem for me is that see the first scene begins and i'm like oh you're going to do it three times which is fine because i like the imagery and i'm there sitting with a coffee and i'm sort of mm. you know i've come into the cinema being like oh let's watch this i'll be awake and all that so i'm like three times i know that people are going to like people might doze off but i i enjoy this this is like okay but i'm like i get what exactly what you're doing with that image i understand exactly what you're no, doing no, also like, also my point being if you're going to make it enchanting if you're going to put magic realism if you're going to show sequences which are obviously in a fucking dream If you're yeah. going to do all of that, like he's in the interview, he's trying to talk. He can't talk. Yes. The interviewer moves on. Interviewer goes to him. Interviewer is talking, and he doesn't have anything to say. It's obviously a dream, unless yes. unless unless you're going to show me that something is happening to him in real life, in which you mm. know he can't speak or something like that. This is obviously a dream. So you are not putting any mystery here. You're not putting so, any mystery. So yeah. so Bardo is tackling with three things, right? In total, or two things? What do you say? I had written three things. I don't. I've. One I saw his, it a while back. So one is me. him as a filmmaker. One, one is, is him as a Mexican Mexico. citizen. Hmm. Third is of him as a as a family man. Yes. Correct. Yes. I mean, and fourth I think, of it is uh, is the mystery of life and death. And, but I think that's common for all. Oh three yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. No, no, but that's the whole air of aspect. Yeah, yes. Of course. Of course. That is but, the same. But it does have that air of. life and death and death and life and everything in the world is connected yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it has that yeah. overwhelming yeah yeah the world yeah yeah the world is completely dark brooding nothing works anymore oh my god look i'm rich but i'm so sorry wow cool man my point <laughs> is <laughs> sorry since there are three things about bardo which we are talking about thanks sanjeev mm-hmm. for pointing that out his filmmaker his identity as a mexican and he and as a family man Mm-hmm. My biggest criticism of this entire movie is the fact yes. that his journey as a filmmaker, he has already explored it. Do you know where mm-hmm. he has explored it? Birdman. Yeah. All mm-hmm. of the things okay. he has talked about in Bardo, he has talked about it in a much more subtler manner, in a much more better. Yeah, I doubt it will be subtler manner. in Birdman, but it it's probably done with it's more. It's actually more efficient also. It's yeah. more efficient and it's more effective in Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. Here yeah. though, all of it feels like nonsensical because. In the party scene, when he's talking with the critic, each yes. and every one of the criticism mm. the critic is throwing, it feels like uh, a Pauline Kael, of course not Pauline Kael, or a critic like a Rob from a critic from a Roger Ebert dot com, or yes. say an Adam Neiman, or say or say a uh, Christy Lemieux, or say mm-hmm. anybody else who doesn't like Inarritos movies has mm-hmm. raised mm-hmm. criticism. It's like he's verbatim taking those quotes and just yeah. putting them in dialogue, mm-hmm. and then he's mm-hmm. just throwing them. But okay, I think I'll, I am the only one who liked the whole sequence from that whole part. Well, yeah. I don't know for some reason, and I'm not even trying to say that I 
made meaning out of it or something mm-hmm. i'm not talking about that at all at this point i'm just talking as a sequence mm-hmm. the coherence in that sequence was probably the best and i enjoyed it the most that way okay like from I, beginning till till the end i mean yeah, where it I, starts when he goes to the party till that father sequence and once he goes to his mother i think that's where it just like fizzles out yeah, yeah. but i think the 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 लुक I know my criticism. I know what criticism you are telling me. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Look, I'm so smart. I'm going to point out all those criticisms because that's what it is, right? It is. It yeah, is. It yeah, is yeah, self doubt, yeah. self criticism, self pity yeah. almost by the end uh, in some yeah, senses. Yeah, and and it's like and it's like he's he's going to show you know the he's going to mix the self criticism with his self identity doubt yeah. in the scene with his son where you know we are talking on the yes. laptop. That's also yes, uh, so I like yeah. that scene to be honest. So I don't mind that scene. So, I don't like mm, that scene at all. Okay. Because so. I think for me, still the most fascinating of the three aspects is the one with his family, the okay. one with his wife, kids. The loss, the personal loss, also. How did yeah, you like how this, it was handled? Or some I've read some people be really pissed off about how it's uh. No, but it evokes something. the imagery of a dead child. Here's something though. Here's something though. I like the okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> I wanted to move on surrealist to be yeah, honest exactly that's what i'm getting at it's like those moments where you know the kid is trying to get out of the room yes yeah in certain back because yeah. the world is too fucked up for him to come out yes yeah yeah then the kid dying and everything those yeah. are the moments where i felt like see see you can tell a surrealist story right there you have yeah. the ability to do that you have the ability to target my heart strings Yeah. Without, without you know, without you know, dragging me into this self-aggrandizement. Yes. You don't need to do mm-hmm. that. If you're just going mm-hmm. to focus on the family part of it, because yeah. you are telling me, it's not even that I, it's not even that I want this movie to be self-focused. I am seeing your capability of telling this story in such a breathtakingly efficient manner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then why aren't you telling that story, man? That's but all but but, the, but life is not stationary, Amartya. It's uh, a mix of oh, life. Oh, thank you, Kiran. Of... Oh, thank you. I did not know that. <laughs> Malik aficionado. Malik aficionado here. It's He's not okay. just Malik, yeah. It's eight point five. I feel more than yeah. anything else, and and uh, which is yeah. I love eight and a half. I actually love eight and a half. So, Amartya, yeah. you confess confess that you don't like it. So I mean, that that's the whole thing, right? Like I feel. A lot of times, so 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 that's the weird thing. I feel I'm the target audience for this film, which yeah, is why I don't hate it. Yeah, you are the target audience it. for this. Which I am a bigger target audience for this film because this is literally about like, like any like I. That's what I'm saying. I think the family bits for me work the most. Even the bits mm. where he's the baby that dying of his baby, his bond with his son, mm. then yeah. the bond with his wife, the times he's you know cry, you know uh, 
crouching in his bed not crouching yes. like, going in the fetal position when his wife yes, is behind yes, him yes, yes, yeah so stuff the, like that was actually very nice to me this is the argument with the son all the time i think those bits for me more, were more resonant not not just because i'm relating to it just because i feel they're more real they're coming from they're like a very personal space. yeah it's personal right otherwise it's, it's, yeah stuff yeah. that could have been funny Hmm. and enjoyable were the were the mexican citizen bits bits in my opinion yeah which weren't so good in my opinion considering the one in in the beginning the war part which was actually a bit funny in parts but not so much the war part i had a problem because i'll tell you what because... one second one second one second yeah, yeah, and hmm. the the one where you know, after his mother he's walking around in the streets hmm. of of the city yes. he climbs the dead, dead bodies that's the revenant right discussion. Great revenant, sequence. correct. That's a fantastic sequence. And yeah. the third one with his, uh, with with um, his driver, I think, or something. No, no, the airport three. sequence. Or you are forgetting airport, airport sequence. Okay, airport sequence. I like it. You I like, like it? That. Yeah, I like that. So that I think is, both of us are on like absolute polar ends of what we like and what we don't like actually in in this case. Yeah, yeah. Because so, I didn't like the other two sequences at all. I would say. Which are the other the, two sequences? The the like the climbing the dead bodies. Uh, okay. The mosque, uh, and oh, okay. I didn't. Oh, I didn't like like it either. Man. You like, you thought it was well well con- like the short making. Yeah yeah yeah. It looked gorgeous, okay. but yeah. My point being that the Mexican <laughs> sequence here, which it's frustrating this movie because it is so gorgeously made, but yeah. it is so masturbatingly tone deaf. It just <laughs> makes me pissed off. It just makes me pissed off. It's like <laughs> that sequence where he's climbing through the dead bodies. He gets up and then he's yeah. talking to the Mexican freedom fighter. I can yes. understand, you know, if you're a Latino, if you're a Mexican, if you're a South American, mm. whatever. Yeah. If you know the connection, maybe yeah. it will hit you harder. But ob- but objectively, if you think about it, yeah. him talking with a Mex, him talking with a Mexican freedom fighter is also like he's trying to supplant himself in. in the history of his country and that feels like nee but wow. narcissism but, but, but narcissism but I, uh, that uh, that is something i 110% agree with amartya okay so yeah, i will i might i'm not, i'm not going to counter this but i'm just going to say that i feel uh, again we get back to this point of if you're going to critique this film then then how much are you can you actually critique it because it's so self it is self aware to some extent for sure Yeah. Uh, so, so I feel when he's doing all that, when he's inserting himself into the history, there's, I think there's always, and this I'll give him credit for. I feel with his uh, character, there's always a sense of self-doubt and self-critique, uh, mm-hmm. which yeah. I feel the whole idea that he's inserting into the history is cut back by the fact that he thinks he's an imposter. By the fact that you know he he thinks he doesn't have true. we can see the images he's constructing no, no, are also true. replicas of the images of the yeah, other yeah. films he's constructed, which mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. also a sense of acknowledgement that that you know he you call it a sense of you call it a sense of acknowledgement I call it a sense of hubris because those are okay. only his <laughs> movies because those are only his movies he's pulling it from but that's that's how his mind but I feel I I I re- um, well I relate I'm saying but uh, but yeah. I I I get to the fact that uh, that he. he can't i feel that's the whole thing though right he can't get out of his own head he's in that sort of mid mid life okay okay no no okay no no be in your own head 
be in your own head i don't have an issue with you be in your own head but like human beings we are all extremely we all extremely think that we are the smartest people in the room and that's why we are we like talking we like yeah. talking mm-hmm. like talking problem is if you are making a movie yeah if you are actually the smartest person in the room yeah. you know exactly which bits to cut if you are the mm. smartest person in the room i know this is not the okay. end of the episode and and the discussion of bardo but i have two inferences already from this okay one in here it was very interesting to talk to i feel i mean we yes. should just like somehow <laughs> somehow in life we, all of us get to you know let's you get him something but how i don't have his contact how am i supposed to get him oh you are more closer to him than i am because you are working what do you want me to want to sure. do Can you like that so basically basically mail him saying oh you are like my second malik so you should come to our podcast you are like my fourth option of malik <laughs> and the second being i think only filmmakers would kind of like this film like 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 it not maybe love it yeah like, barry like jenkins it. yeah barry jenkins loved it yeah i mean i feel I I don't know, man. Like I feel, I just feel it's so derivative in some senses, though. That was my it's big. It's very problem. derivative. It's <laughs> very derivative. What derivative it takes? I tell you, my I, irrespective of whatever I've spoken about stuff that I've not liked in the film, mm. my biggest qualm with the film will only and only be that it's not fun. It isn't right. It, it isn't. isn't. I wanted to laugh, Same. which it didn't happen much. Yeah. I think, but it's also I think coming from like an expectation or like because I think Birdman was just hilarious. Birdman yeah. was hilarious. Like, if you were paying really, I mean, I know you guys were, but like just generally people who haven't watched it or are planning yeah. to just pay attention to the dialogue. It's just like the bits are just so funny, and it's like yeah. the pacing and the Zach Galifianakis. I think he's there for like just small bits, but he was hilarious in it. Yeah, I think he's playing like the agent or some kind of mm-hmm. manager, some guy. Yeah. And the Ed Norton bits where they're like real. Ed Norton is Ed Norton Ed in Norton, real exactly. life. Everyone and, is everyone in real life. And if you've life, seen right? the yeah. making of it, uh, Inari to talks about that they were discussing about Norton as a character, hmm. Norton playing himself in a way, and that was really happening while on set. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but and that's I mean, the whole that's thing, right? The whole that's the whole thrilling, fun. the thrilling yeah. tension between real and real, whatever that real, whole thing is. There, absolutely. And, I think which is what is kind of missing from the film. Yeah, I tell you yeah. why. I'll tell you why. Completely my opinion. Yeah. Birdman got him the Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Revenant got him the Oscar. Yeah. Undeserving though, for the Revenant. That's neither. It here was nor George there. Miller. It was George Miller. Ah. Of course, of course. That's neither here nor there. My point yeah. being, he now yeah. belongs in an elite class of people who have won two Oscars. Two Oscars. <laughs> Yeah. Self aggrandizement one oh one narcissism overload. What do you think is going to be? Yeah, but yeah. I, again, I I'm at the I feel it's a I think it's all under uh, pinned by self doubt. I don't know. Like maybe yeah. I felt while watching it that it wasn't that. I, of course, it's narcissism. But self, are but self doubt. I can understand self imposter yeah. system. I can understand. Yeah. You can't discount the bloody privilege here, right? Yeah. You can't you discount can't. that. I feel it's also the fact that it does kind of look like it. it I think the self doubt, like uh, sorry, the narcissism and this idea of uh, self doubt also gets defeated by the end, where it kind of does just leave out all the stuff about uh, the mm-hmm. specifics, and then goes into this whole reverie about. Where he's walking in the walking in the desert, right? Yeah, and I was like, firstly, I was like, uh, I've seen walking in the desert a lot. I like that. But I don't think 
this kind of makes the walking in the desert is basically him trying to you know him trying to be the how do i explain it? Uh, what is the name of the Jesus statue in Brazil in Rio de Janeiro where Jesus is? Oh yes, yeah, so Christ the Redeemer. Yeah, it's yeah. like him trying to basically, you know, bow his hands and just completely cover up the world in his own greatness. And I'm like, cool man, cool. Just leave me out of it. Just leave me out of it. It's like, it just. You know, for a weird reason, Avartya, you have made me want to watch this film again. <laughs> If you have two and a half hours to waste, go right ahead. <laughs> two hours, go forty right minutes. Ahead. Yes. Yeah, go right ahead. Which, by the way, is twenty minutes shorter than the version which was shown in the festival. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It is you long. Cut, it, it, by the end, I mean, it was uh, two hours fifty-three minutes at Venice. I remember. Yeah. I, I wonder what it got now. It's twenty-two People minutes. People were mad after watching that version. Yeah, I think it got it was like a pretty bad reception, I mean, right? Like afterwards. Not pretty bad. It was like a very. Is it okay, still reception? It's okay, kind of reception. Is it still that. meant to be nominated for the Oscar? He's campaigning or... it though. He's nicely okay. campaigning it. I mean, because now he knows his route through to the. You know. I mean, the, aren't there enough the stronger, much stronger sort of suitors? Of this course, there probably. But he's like a that that guy. No, you know, he's gonna be a, like. It's like. Mm-hmm. You know he's here. Let's just. It's like the Emmy. It's like the Emmy. It's like the Emmys. As long as Beef was on the air, Julia Louis Dreyfus was going to get nominated. I am not discounting the fact that the show was fantastic. The show yeah. was fantastic, but Julia Louis Dreyfus was going to get nominated anyway. Okay, so you think Point it is going to get nominated for Best International Feature? Ah, uh, I guess. I doubt. I doubt. Yeah. I think because I think there are like way too many other. Uh, it might options. get nominated for some technical stuff. At least short. What is doubted to win? I forgot. For what? Best international feature. Decision to leave? No, Park Chan Wook. I don't think he's doubted to win. I think there's a couple of others which. I, I think uh, the. Have you seen the will, uh, India made there it is, into the fifteen. I was shocked. Yeah, Chelo Chelo show made it. I mean, uh, of course, India is, made it. That there is Eo, which Dhruv has seen it. Which Eo. one? How is Eo? Eo. The donkey. Eo. I yeah, uh, I'm I I don't think I'm fond of animals that much. Uh, <laughs> so. That's my takeaway after watching you. Sorry. Yeah, uh, and uh, what else is there? Uh, close. Lucas don't. Apparently, that is getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. That is getting a lot of buzz. Then what? Which one? Which one? Lucas don't. Close. close. Belgium. Belgium is it? Oh yeah. Oh, Joyland is there, which I. Which Joyland. Is, yeah. Which I have to see. I still have yeah, it. I same. Have then, then uh, our favorite um, look, uh, Vicky Crips uh, Corsage is there. What do you mean? Then Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. Is our favorite, yes. Yeah, that's supposed to be a big thing. Corsage. Uh, uh, no, not yeah. Corsage. Argentina, uh, nineteen. Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. 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 That's supposed to be a big return thing. Return to Seoul, which also which is also pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Then yeah. Holy Spider, which both of you have seen it. Yeah. Terrible. I liked it. Oh, come if on. it so, if it wins, I would be. Uh, you no, no, be I don't want it rank. to win either. I don't want it to win. I mean, either. of course, you don't. We have the same film. Uh, same favorite yeah, of film course. of the year. Yes. Decision yes. to leave. Yeah. Yes. Then course. there is Bardo. Then there is Blue Kaftan from Morocco. Then Joyland from Pakistan. Eo from Poland. Saint Omar. Is Saint Omar in it? Saint Omar. Yes. yes from, France. from France. Pretty very good. All part on the Western Front from Germany. Oh yes, you've seen it. You're very good movie. Very good movie. Oh, you know How that? have you not uh, seen it, um, uh, Sanjeet? It's Europeans German. Europeans dislike it. 
Yeah. Oh wow. This I've heard. Yeah. They've they've hated the film too much. Oh wow. Way Why? too much. You can't even imagine. They've slept in cinemas. They've just like absolutely shat on it. Really? Okay. Because they are like it's the most shittiest portrayal from of the of the novel. I think. And wow. I think it's part of their course. The mo- you, most of the Europeans. Shittiest isn't shittiest portrayal of Nazis. No, no, when it no, it's it's. So, I don't know actually. It's World War. It's first World War. Nazis. Then there is Cairo conspiracy from Sweden. Ah uh, yes, yeah, I've I've heard. I haven't of heard it. of it. And yeah, that's all. That's Last it, right. film show from India. Yeah, so I think it's probably going to be the European one. EO is probably going to get nominated. He's a big director, I feel. Jersey. Mm. Then yeah, decision to leave is going to get nominated. I'm sure. Yes, yes, it will. Uh, I mean, Park Chan yeah, should there, get also. Yeah, it's there. I just told you. Park Chan Wook also has an easier way to the nominations at least. I don't think he will yes. get nominated though. Oh, he will get nominated for sure. I I, I know it. So. I think so. He will get nominated. I will tell you the five. Who will the get Korean nominated. campaigning has started very well. Off, okay. I feel. I think well, I think it's going to be Charlotte Wells, the Quans. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, Charlotte Wells. Uh, everything everywhere. Wale, the the Quan Daniel. The, Dan- the, the, the Daniel. They are not brothers. They are Daniel Quan okay. and Daniel Shainar. They are the Daniel. I'm talking about the international feature, right? No, I was talking about best director. Of course, he's talking uh, about decision best director. to leave is going to make the. Oh, I'm not talking that. about directors. I was still talking about no, the no, no, international okay, feature. Feature, though, of course, uh, decision to leave. I is haven't get seen Fablemans or or Babylon. Ah, so you don't need calls. to see the Fablemans to know that that Steven Spielberg is not going to get nominated. <laughs> simply, or it's not going to be like a surprise to you. That shit is going to get nominated <laughs> easily, even if anybody has seen the movie. Uh, to be fair, it has. I will very much confess the best, one of the best se- directed sequences of the year. Okay. Okay. Yes. So. I am very curious at this point to watch Babylon. I just want to see how yes, bad it same. is. Yes, same. Is it bad or no, if I no. if I'm going to love it? I am it, like super yes. excited to watch it. I, watch I'm it very excited to watch it because because I'll tell you why. Nineteenth. I'll tell oh, you wow. why. One of the best films, one of the best, one of my most favorite films is by Damien Chazelle. That is The Flash. One of my least favorite films is also by Damien Chazelle. That is La La Land. So <laughs> I'm. Yes, so I'm hmm. very curious to see where Babylon falls. I but, just saw the box office today, and I was quite disheartened. Oh yeah, sad. Yeah. Four million, five million over no, the weekend. No, but then again, no, but then again, it's almost because. Um, I it's feel good. it's just some. Is it just me who feels like they're releasing the films at the wrong time? It's not even releasing the films at the wrong time. Yeah, Sanjeev, it's like people are not. Interested in old Hollywood because people are not interested in exploring movies beyond the eighties. General hmm. audiences. Just well, no nostalgia. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood, people like because it's Quentin Tarantino. And is DiCaprio man? DiCaprio and is DiCaprio and Pitt? Pitt. And is Pitt is in Robbie. this also, no? And Margot Robbie. Yeah, but nobody cares about old Hollywood. Nobody cared about Mank. Remember that Mank is like city. I mean, it doesn't contextualize. Yeah, but like Mank is black and white, and then this is like excess. Everyone likes excess, right? Yeah, but nobody, nobody care. It's not about life. It's also it's, it's caring about old also, Hollywood. No? Yeah, length length is a huge factor. It's one eighty eight minutes, which might be a big deterrent in in that sense. I mean, it's a big deterrent for me going to watch I'm Avatar. I'm just scared about. Ari Aster's new film. Why? Because apparently, scared? because that is also over long. It's about like 
like that wasn't proven already in midsummer i mean i liked midsummer but midsummer was but this still works though right i mean they're not like outright bad films like i'm sure like i love midsummer i love no i i would disagree huh midsummer i feel is not good at all so yeah i think the best time to end the episode I mean, to be fair, we did neatly move away from Bardo because literally <laughs> we we drifted off yes. uh, from Bardo. Yeah. Yes. Because there is literally the nothing. Point being, Alejandro Gonzalez, Alejandro Gonzalez, in order to think of himself as Christ the Redeemer in this entire scenario, as a person who is, as a person who is, who thinks is important enough that even his self-doubt and his self-imposter syndrome would make an interesting movie. I hate to I break mean, it to you, it isn't. No, okay. I mean, I'm just happy you got money from Netflix to make this. That's all. That's all. I'm not down on this. That was the problem. I think Amartya makes it sound worse than it is, but it but, is worse but. than it is. It is worse than it sounds. Like, believe me. Anyways, it was, if you, it was a good film. Alternatively, like you can watch it. Eight and a Half, Hand of God. I would advise not to. I would advise <laughs> not to. And Night of Cops. I would. Advise. Is it? Is it? Is it that? I remember Night of Cups because I've told you I watched forty-four minutes and slept yes. off. I would advise. But was it th- this meander because I don't remember anything at all from that? Yes. This would, what Night I, of Cups is all about one, deserts and one, beaches. So one, I'm like one shot, one shot. No, I remember two shots. One is the beach shot of uh, Christian Bale. Yes. And there is this one shot in like a parking lot where I see the building and it's like sunset time or something. Yes. And the camera is behind. Those are the yeah. only two shots I remember. I mean, if you go, it's all it's set in the desert where a guy is wo- roaming around. Like there's one whole segment where he's literally just roaming around in the desert, which is this also a fair bit. I have, mm. I have. Alternatively, I would suggest if people really want to watch, you know, authors who are self-important people who think that you know they have got yeah. a different view of life and they can show it interestingly. Alternatively, you can watch Federico Fellini. You can watch Paolo Sorrentino. You can watch. Tarkovsky, because there is literally a desert scene in the room where he, where he yes. is walking through mm. the desert, which is so yeah. much reminiscent of Stalker at this point. And yeah. I'm like, cool man. So you can watch so, all so of them. You will watch, watch the uh, Solaris watch the again? Don't, uh, no. Again, I'm recommending to other people. I'm not recommending to other people. I feel irrespective, you should watch Bardo. And make your own opinion on it because okay. I think Bardo is that kind of film where yeah. you, it's your subjective take. If you yeah. resonate with something or you don't, it's, I think yeah. I am going to. I am bashing it the most jokingly, non-jokingly, whatever. But again, the point mm-hmm. still stands. It's a Netflix movie. You have a button. You have a pause option. You have a fast-forward option. If you, yeah. If you watch the movie, or an exit, exit yeah, option. Yes. If you don't like it after twenty minutes, exit. That's yeah, I, I would. I think that's a fair assessment of yeah. that film because yeah, I, I think, think you you'll get a good idea of what it is. You'll get a good idea. Although I would never champion that, but I feel yes. that's a fair assessment of a film like Bardo for sure. Yeah, because because it's have... not made for like my dad watching Netflix, man. It's simple. It's like... Yeah, because if <laughs> you if you think <laughs> if you think that you're missing if you think that you're missing something after twenty minutes, the movie is going to get movie is going to give you a revelation after twenty minutes. No, what you no. saw in twenty minutes that is the same thing. Yes. So, yeah. You are not going to miss anything. But yeah, if you want to like, if you are not watch, just please watch uh, Pinocchio though. Yes, please do watch, watch Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Let's not lose movie. it all. Lose it in all this. Yes, and then yeah. uh, Sanjeev, your next uh, Netflix is releasing in two days. White noise. White uh, noise. Yeah, interesting film. I think. When is this episode coming out? When is this episode coming out? 
also also before we end i think uh, please watch both the films and make your own opinion please watch yeah, I think, yeah 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 i think del toro's pinocchio and mark gustafson pinocchio i think is very good so all three of us agree that Bardo, might even win is, the oscar uh, for animation 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 yeah. for sure yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay i think we are at the end of the episode thank you so much for listening thank you so much for supporting us please follow us on spotify it helps us to reach out to more people thank you for supporting us till now because i think we reached out generally genuinely reached out to our right audiences in general and please share it so that it further reaches out uh, rate it because i think that's a very good way to judge of what we are doing and how we are doing it uh, you can follow us on uh, instagram at queensdot.filmpodcast you can follow dhruv at terminus cinema you can follow amartya amartya 25 you can follow me at pixel baba um, thank you so much for listening this is the end of the episode khatam Time has come to say farewell For how long will I go is it far No one knows no one can tell If I am gone for a long long time I'll pack away a fine piece of shine The sound of birds jumping with bells Draw rings of plums to Oh